Welcome to the I'm Such a Pisces podcast, where we talk all things Pisces while taking an explorative journey into astrology. Brought to you by two Piscean friends. I'm Christine. And I'm Shelby. Welcome to our show. Welcome back to the I'm Such a Pisces podcast. I'm Christine. And I'm Shelby. Welcome to our show. (laughs) I don't know. We didn't plan that very well. God, I'm already stressed out because this is our first time recording remotely. It's okay. It's okay. We'll get it. We're gonna we're gonna get it. (laughs) Hopefully, that means though for our listeners that we've got really high quality audio. That's right. You won't hear any background noise. No Keith barking. You know, upstairs. I'm in my closet. Christine's got this adorable setup. Um, she's in a cute little corner. It's a cute and little corner. I have a bunch of clothes uh, <laughs> hanging right above me. I'm the but... queen of vignettes. You know, I, I love a vignette. I will make a vignette anywhere in my house. <laughs> what did we say last week? Christine is a micro influencer. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yes, micro influencer. Maybe maybe I'll be a major influencer one day, but I don't know if that life is for me for real. So we'll see. <laughs> it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work to keep the algorithm happy. It really is. And <laughs> I don't really know that I'm fully cut out for like life in front of the camera all the time because you, you can't go away. Like, I mean, I guess you can tell people I'm going to take a break. But like, I mean, as far as your like following and the platforms like they do not like you to go away can't take no. breaks you know you always got to be on and giving people content and like well, you didn't post anything today and I'm like look because I'm living my <sighs> life <Right. laughs> like I have a whole real I, life <laughs> I really hate to I hate to post if I don't have an idea like I don't want to come up with something I want right. to just just Get to have something out there. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But, but so I'm much of it, it is that. Keep working, girl. <laughs> and These if you don't want creators. to, don't. <laughs> If you don't want to, don't. I love that. You're not going to let these <laughs> these algorithms take over our lives. That's right. That's right. We're real people. Yes. <sighs> okay. Speaking so of real how are people. You? Yes. <laughs> I'm good. I'm well. I actually, all things considered, I'm I'm good. We've we're in the middle of moving. Things are chaos. Yeah. So I'm a little stressed. But I really, as soon as we like entered into, you know, Mercury going back, um, direct. I wanted to say going back regular. Thank you, direct. <laughs> <laughs> Mercury went regular again, and it's very Mercurian uh, to say, you know. <laughs> It went regular. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I really felt it lift. I don't know. I did. Well, listen, let me tell you in a very, very like tangible way. I guess this is tangible. I felt the same. So during Murphy retrograde, I was having all these problems with Instagram. <laughs> like every time oh. I create a freaking reel, it would like I would have to post it like five or six times before it would actually post correctly, which is very annoying. <laughs> like right? and like makes me want to throw my phone across the room. Like you know I'm trying yeah. I'm trying to be out here and be consistent mm-hmm. and do the social mm-hmm. media thing. And this is what's happening. I don't have time for this. This doesn't happen on TikTok. Like no. get it together, Instagram. <laughs> 
Right. But it TikTok was like, saves your drafts? Yes. Yes. And and we'll save them. They're saved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> They're not yeah, like yeah. kind of saved or like saved wrong. Look. They're there. TikTok, you know, I'm going to say, I mean, that is what their platform is. So superior platform for that purpose. Um, But yeah, I was having all kinds of trouble with Instagram and I was unwilling to post an incorrect (laughs) or a video that was not set up the way I set it up. It's unwilling (laughs) to do that. Just like, part of me is like, well, just let it go. And I'm like, no, because that looks bad. That looks like I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Gotta keep trying. Just, just gonna keep reposting. <laughs> so I just delete it and repost again, and then delete, repost. So, uh, yeah. But uh, literally, since we've Mercury has gone direct, haven't had that issue. It's amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> I feel like my my issues during the retrograde mostly stemmed around like my own communication. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, just, you know, also, uh, you know, if you, if you've been listening for a while or if you know me, uh, yeah. we were trying to buy a house because we're moving. Yeah. Um, and we put in two different offers on two different houses, uh, during retrograde, which was already a risky move. Yes. Uh, but neither one of those worked out for various reasons. Mm-hmm. And then the weekend that Mercury went direct, uh, we were like, we got a house right away. We put in the offer. See? We were the Look only that. people that put the offer in. Yes. It was like, ever since then, things have just been falling into place so mm. nicely. And I'm like, <laughs> wow, that, I can feel it. It's amazing. I'm kind of waiting for the other shoe to drop because no. I'm just anxious. No other shoe. <laughs> but just no other shoe. Yeah, I think, I think I just, I think that's just, uh, you know. That's just what the the stars have it in mind that's, for us. That's what it does. Look, that was protection. Look, that sound like I'm about to start preaching again. That was protection, girl. Like those other things Please do work out for me. a reason. Right, right. You're right. It's perfect. But yes, you know we're not talking about me moving. So <laughs> no. Okay. Yes, we've got to go back into avoidance of that because you know right. you can't look keep... at it for too long. Yeah, just... got to keep the emotions in check. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we're not going to, I'm not going to be crying on this podcast today. Nope. Not today. <laughs> not today. Well, I won't say Satan. You're not Satan. <laughs> like, <laughs> but Satan, 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 we're not crying today. We're not, we're not. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, would you like to see what our co-star has to say about it? Yeah. Let's, let's see what co-star has to say. <laughs> Do you want to start or would you like me? Uh, no, I can start because um, right. I feel like I feel like this is very appropriate. Ooh. Um, Costar wants me to know today that I am not a robot. Mm. Well, <laughs> literally just says, well, let the tears flow then, okay? <laughs> well, it's just if it happens, it happens. Yeah, it says uh, you are not a robot, and then it says do. These are good do's. I can do Ooh. all of these things today. Okay. Uh, ha- Hot water, mm-hmm. house plants, yes, and sugar scrubs. Oh, okay, self care. Yeah, a hot I think bath I need like a, maybe. Yes, exactly. I was with just the plants say it. and a sugar scrub. <laughs> I mean, all in one. You could do it all in one. I can't. I could really do it. I could. Yeah, I could put the bring all the plants into the bathroom. Yes. Give them a nice little steam shower. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, 
See, that's it. a vibe. See, CoStar is saying, get your vibe right today, Shelby. Get the vibe right. Mm. Yes. All right. Yes. I will. I will. I'm here uh, for it. My, <laughs> my don'ts include triple clicking. <laughs> so, I, I guess. Triple clicking. I, I have been doing a lot of clicking around trying to get this the audio of everything to work correctly. So yes. maybe that's what it's referring to. Um, and then it says, don't do old diaries. Okay. Which is, that's funny because we're packing. I'm putting all my things away. Mm. I'm coming across a lot of like, sure. you know, memorabilia, shall uh-huh. we say. Um, so I won't open any of those. Don't don't open the old diaries today. 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 Um, and then also on that list is self. Don't do self flagellation. Oh. I have to. Is that this is one of those times I gotta okay. look up what flagellation means. So immediately when I think of flagellation, I think of flatulation, and I think that is a different word. And so I'm like, okay, flagellation is. is not flatulent. Flatulence. <laughs> so. Okay, so I thought this is what this means, but I just wanted to make sure. Uh, it's it stems from the word flogging. Oh. So self-flagellation, uh, flogging or beating, either as a religious discipline or for sexual gratification. <laughs> so okay. no, like no, no punishing myself. Whips and chains yes. and flogs tonight. Right. Someone else can do it, but She's I can't not do she- it to oh, myself. Hmm. So a little like yeah. sub action, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> we can move on. It's fine. <laughs> we'll save that for a, a, a Patreon or something. Yes, where, yes. Know, our intimate audience is a little more, you know. Yes, uh, intimate. Anyway. <laughs> yes. All right, Christine, what's CoStar giving you today? So today, CoStar says, you're sensitive right now, so be careful not to fall down. Mm-hmm. Okay. So okay. we, are, we are not falling. So this is a sensitive time. I was just going to say, I think, mm. look, let me double check real quick if I can, like, in a quick way. I okay. think we... Oh, did that change? Anyways, we were in like a, um, oh no, the sun is still sextile Chiron. Yes. So a lot of healing energy, deep healing energy. So there might be emotions. That's, I was like, okay, we might be both having some similar. (laughs) What's the word I'm trying to say? I don't want, triggering is not the word. But not triggering, but like triggering by the planets or by the the bodies themselves, like of emotional healing or whatnot, or just, you know, dealing with the emotions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I see yes. what you're saying. I, I feel like there is a, a word for this. And I, I can't yes. Like, it's not coming. It is, but... but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> it's fine. I get you. So for the do's. Hmm. Do goodbyes. No. <laughs> no. See, why are we doing I'm this not today? <laughs> we're we're doing another in-person recording. We, I know. We have it's to? not time yet. So just can't. Um, okay. <laughs> do secondhand stores. 
I feel like this is the second time recently that I've gotten to do secondhand stories. It's a message. Stop buying those new clothes. Uh, <laughs> get, get thee to the Goodwill or, yeah, you, know, you know, any smaller right. local secondhand stores. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Also, okay. do deep sea diving. In Nashville? <laughs> We're okay. just gonna keep sure. that into the non. Uh, <laughs> Maybe it's a metaphor. Non-sexual references. We're gonna stay out of that. Oh, like, oh. <laughs> this immediately went. <laughs> I'm like, well, all right. Uh, <laughs> says do. Yep. Okay. Um, <laughs> so we'll, we'll we'll go to the don'ts. We'll go to the don'ts. Um, don't Greek tragedy. Oh, okay. Okay, right. so not like the exaggerated, drama. right? The drama, no dramas. Sob stories. Custer really you know, does not want you to feel bad for yourself. Today. Don't get into your feelings or have people feel bad for you. Which also, you know, it's like Pisces. You know, we we love we love a to be a victim or a martyr. <laughs> so we really do. We really do. <laughs> I'm like, I didn't want to see that about myself at one point. And I'm like, okay, sometimes I guess that is true. God, I hate it, but it is. I feel bad for myself so much. (laughs) So much. So much. And you know what? My life's really not that bad. I really, I do need that message sometimes. Yes. Yes. I'm like, okay, it's not as bad. But like, I mean, it's bad. (laughs) (laughs) What did it just say? Don't do it. Don't do it. Okay. I won't. Okay. So the last don't is costume jewelry. I'm like, all right, all right. Offense well, taken. I don't have on any. I have on some earrings, but they're not costume. Fair. Then we got to get into that? like costume versus yeah, like there's like there are different de- definitions of like different types of what jewelry. Yeah, when I think of costume jewelry, I just think of that as like really big. Jewelry? Yeah, it's usually like kind of more statement jewelry, um, mm. like kind of uh, not grandiose. That's not the word, um, but there's a similar extravagant. Word. Extravagant, yeah, like big, Maybe. big stones and things. Yeah, usually very fake looking, mm-hmm. um, but you know, fashionable. You know, or non-fashionable. You know, they they range. They range. It's true. <laughs> some looks Very good true. and some does not. Uh, right. Right. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so so none of that. So we're keeping it simple today. I got on a watch and some earrings. So Love it. That's it. Minimalist. Great. <laughs> or my version Great. of minimalism. <laughs> we'll keep it simple. Yes. All, All right. right. Well, do you want to dive right into our relatable content? Let's dive in. Dive in. What you got for us today? So, I've got three things. I've got a list and a couple other things. So, I think Mm -hmm. I'll start with a couple of other things first. Mm -hmm. A couple quickies. Um, Neither of these are astrology related, but they just felt relatable. (laughs) So, the first one is a therapist... Or if, or if you go to therapy at all or see, you know, any kind of mm-hmm. healer, whatnot. Anyways, so it says, therapist, can we unpack that together? Me. No. 
I've spent several decades packing it up nice and neat. <laughs> and I said, that is that is very relatable. Like, no, I've spent this time uh, packing this up, compartmentalizing. Yeah. That's a <laughs> pushing Pisces it down. sentiment. Yes. That is absolutely a Pisces sentiment. <laughs> like, no, I would not I like to it unpack up. it. <laughs> I bottled it up quite nicely, actually, so I'm good. Yes. I'm good. Do you want to clean up this mess? Right. <laughs> Who's going to clean it up? <laughs> Not me. Not uh, I. So that's one. So, okay. Next one. <laughs> this is kind of a more, like, uh, woo, spiritual. But, um, so there is an image. It's a meme. There's an image of a young man um, sleeping... And his head is in the clouds. He's in the clouds having a nice rest. He looks very peaceful. Mm-hmm. And it says, how I sleep knowing I'm the witch in the family and everyone thinks I'm going to their fictional hell. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like for you, that is particularly yes. relatable. <laughs> I was like, this is very relatable personally because this is my life. Um. Yeah. I think it's it's not that people don't think that about me and my family, but you know we're we're not a religious bunch per se. Yes, like, at least it's not your family thinking it about you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I actually, it was funny. I actually got a text from my mom just a little before we started recording. Um, no, <laughs> a little bit ago, uh, or you know maybe an hour or two ago now, but you know saying that. She's always praying for me and all these things. And I'm like, ah. <laughs> I haven't responded to that yet. I can read between yet. the lines here. I know <laughs> right. what that means. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. There's, yeah. always, there's always so much prayer. Uh, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a hellion, you know. Uh, <laughs> Christine, you're like the nicest person I know. Like, I, that's, it's just so ridiculous to me to think that anyone would think of you of all people. <sighs> you know. Would, uh, well, you know, you know what they say, good deeds. Good deeds aren't going to get you anywhere. But anyway. <laughs> I didn't know they said that. I've never heard them say yeah. that before. I mean, it's kind of. <laughs> well, Shelby, you haven't been in the church enough. <laughs> oh, no. I'm getting roped in, too. No, I'm just messing with you. I'm, I'm messing with you. <laughs> You're right, though. You're right. But, I mean, you know, that is what they say. Well, I'll save this other part for our Pisces moment of the week. (laughs) We can get more into that. Great. (laughs) Okay, so next I have a little list from one of our faves, CoStar Astrology. Hey. Um, And so this is the list for Can'ts Blank to Save Their Life. Okay. So, Aries, apologize first. See that? I can see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Taurus, clear the cups off their nightstand. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. It's clearly not a Virgo. Very, very much not a Virgo. Uh, but Taurus, you know, likes to keep it, co- you know, cozy. Like, just keep the cups right here. So, so cozy. I've, so I've cleared cozy. many a cup off of a nightstand. <laughs> For your for your in home Taurus there, mm-hmm. <laughs> very relatable. Yeah. I feel it. So um, Gemini, turn off read receipts. Mm-hmm. Hmm. 
Gemini like likes to keep up with. Sounds like they can't turn them off. So oh. they want to know. Is that right? They want to know. Well, or when is I it... think of turn off read receipts, I think I don't. I never want mine on because I don't want people to know that I've read and then not responded. Right. So, but this says they can't turn them off. I mean, okay, <laughs> shady. Right. They want to know. Yeah. <laughs> See, and like, I mean, you're, I mean, look, I, you know, I post enough on my account about how little or late I respond to things. I try, you know, to do better. There are people (laughs) that I tend to like try a little harder for (laughs) to not let it be like a couple days or something. Um, But sometimes I'm not going to respond immediately. And so. I I'm 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 I don't think I have anyone in my life that's super pressed about it. Mm-hmm. Not even really my parents. They just say something about the next time I talk to them. Like I texted <laughs> you and, or whatever, and you never responded. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, <laughs> my bad. <laughs> Oops. It's like uh, funny. Yes. So, anyways, cancer. Return a gift they hate. <laughs> that's that's sweet. so nice. I feel like that's, that's that's relatable. Yeah. Yes. You feel that in your cancer rising, like I sure do. Yeah. <laughs> it's a tough one. Like, yeah. Yeah. You don't yeah. want to be mean. <laughs> no. No, you don't want to hurt their feelings. Don't want to hurt their feelings. Yeah. All right, Leo. Do just one karaoke song. Well. <laughs> we like the spotlights. <laughs> Keep it going. Virgo. Go one day without a shower. <laughs> just so obsessed with cleanliness. They are yes. very clean. Very clean. Not that that's a bad thing. It's, it's not it's a bad not, thing at all. Not a bad thing. And I will say... <laughs> So, Melissa is a Virgo moon, mm-hmm. and when we started to date, I remember she was, like, very bent on, like, multiple showers a day, and <laughs> I was like, your skin, your skin is going to be dried out, <laughs> like, it all sure these showers. Is. Now, I will it say, sure we, are, we are very big on moisturization as well, but, of like, <laughs> of course, it's um, <laughs> Yes, but like, I'm 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 a one shower a day person unless something happens where I need to go ahead and shower a second time. I'm usually right. a one shower a day person. Yeah, yeah. So I was Same like, here. girl, this is excessive. <laughs> like, it's well, a like you're talking much. about like three showers in a day. Like, what are we That's doing? What, yeah, are you shower. even sweating that much? Right. I guess she does work out a lot. So she that... does make sense but but also now since covid i have let i have you know said hey do what you need to do uh yeah because you you know y'all the two of you at the time at least work for the school system like if you've got to be around a large amount of people or children in particular yeah make sure you're good (laughs) i will come home and immediately Take a shower. Yes. Strip away those clothes. Yes. If only to, like, make myself feel like 
it's my work day is over. It's a good like. Yes. Yes. Okay, coming in, doing it right away. Like, yeah. Very good yeah. ritual to like mm-hmm. bring an end to that for the day. I love that. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Second half. Libra, stick to a budget. Mm. Ooh. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, I got another tangent, but I'm not going to do it. Uh, <laughs> um, Scorpio, let themselves be the punchline. Ooh, they mm. hate that. They hate yeah. it. We take ourselves Laugh very seriously. Mm-hmm. Right? It's okay. It's, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> let it go. Let it go. Release it. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Loosen those shoulders up, Scorpio. It's all right. Please. It's all right. <laughs> Sagittarius, keep a single plant alive. Oh, black thumbs. Mm. Yeah, I have a couple. Well, I have one sad friend who is. She is absolutely has a green thumb, but yes. I think that's that's some other elements. Some other things in coming church. in. She got some water yeah. sign in there. Mm-hmm. Some some earth mm-hmm. sign. Yeah. yeah, she's absolutely got. I think she is a Virgo moon. There you go. I'll have to double check and make See, sure that's right. The Virgo yeah. moon out here. Yeah. Um. Okay. Capricorn, take a compliment. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. That's interesting. I'm say something nice about you. Yeah. Like it's okay. They're like, no, I'm not perfect, so no compliments <laughs> matter. <laughs> Whatever. Like, it's okay. Again, release. Everybody, let's let it go. (laughs) Right. Aquarius, admit they didn't know something. (laughs) Love to have all the knowledge. All the knowledge. They know everything. I already knew that. I already knew that. (laughs) It's okay that you don't. It's it's literally fine. No one can know everything. (laughs) Oh, and my favorites. Last but not least... Of course. Pisces. Listen to upbeat music. (laughs) Us with our whole playlist just for being sad. For crying, yes. (laughs) I was like, listen, and the caption, oh, the caption for this was really great because it was like, Pisces, did you even give yourself a chance to be happy today? And I'm like, "Mm, no, we woke up and chose depression, you know? Immediately. (laughs) Immediately. Put the sad music on and let's get to the crying. (laughs) I love it. I love it. It's, I can't help it. Self-pity. There we go. Like, it's what we do. Playing the victim all over again. Just always victimized. (sighs) Well, uh, do you have any other relatable content for us today? That's all I got for us today. Okay. Do you want to take a quick break and then come back for our our meets? Yes. Yes. Let's do it. All right. All right. Welcome back, friends. <laughs> Ooh, so Christine, you have a whole thing for us today. <laughs> I have a whole thing for us today. So today's episode, we are doing another astrology adjacent um, mm-hmm. topic. And we are talking about color astrology, color mm-hmm. psychology, mm-hmm. and just colors. 
Just skin in the colors. colors. Yes. How do they make us feel? Yes. It's just such a great topic. Yes. So we're going to start out with astrology because that is, you know, what we're here for. (laughs) So what is color astrology? Color astrology is a mix of astrology and chromotherapy, aka color therapy. I've never heard that word before. I love it. Yeah, see, we're, we're getting into chromotherapy. Chromotherapy. Like, I, I would like some chromotherapy. I would. Yeah. I would too. Do some color work. I would. I would totally do that. I'm. You know, clearly, I would do all of these things. You know, just <laughs> I'm out here. Sure. But um, very Pisces of you. Very Pisces. <laughs> So color therapy is a pseudoscience, much like astrology, um, a framework that uses color for healing. Each color is associated with a specific frequency. We're going to talk about that a little later in the show. Um, That can have a physical, psychological, and emotional effect on a person. Right? Color astrology makes working with astrology more tangible because people can take the learnings from the colors in the chart and apply them in their lives. Mm. Very interesting, right? So my last little note here is color astrology isn't actually new. It's been used a long time in Vedic astrology, which Mm -hmm. we'll have to talk about Vedic astrology at some point on the show. Um, But yeah, so color astrology has been around for a while, actually. Um, Mm. And gets into some different different things what do you think well this is another one of those times where i know almost nothing (laughs) (laughs) Um, so i'm i'm excited to hear kind of you know all the different things that you've researched and then i'm also excited for the end of this segment because we have a very special guest we have a very special interview at the end of this show or at the end of the segment um, and I think you all are really going to enjoy it. <laughs> uh, it's so good. It's so good. Yes. Can't wait. Yes. So those so, are my thoughts. <laughs> okay. So, okay. We're going to talk about how to work with colors in astrology. So first, this depends on your individual birth chart and how the astrologer recommends working with the color. So a lot of times when we're working with, um, with readers, um, across the gamut of different kinds of readers and intuitives. Um, it is going to still kind of vary based on who you're talking to. So Mm -hmm. you kind of want to find someone that you vibe with or, you know, that kind of fits for you so that you can kind of have that relationship, if you will. Like almost everything, like going to therapy, like, you know, (laughs) your astrologer, your whatever, like you just, you have to find the right fit. Yes, the right fit. Yes. And so you're going to want to find someone that you vibe with because you're going to be trusting their recommendations on how to work with these colors or, you know, different, again, different areas um, of the woo that you find our readers. Um, So... When beginning to work with color, it's recommended being more mindful of the colors you're actively choosing to wear and surround yourself with as each Mm. color evokes certain feelings. Mm. So for that, I now I have a question for you. Yeah. Do you have any colors that you tend to be drawn to? 
Well, it's interesting that you say that because I I feel like I go through color phases. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, it's summertime now, so you know, usually in the summer I kind of lean brighter, but I'm I'm really on the pastel vibe lately. Like, yeah, this sort of dusty pink color, I'm really into it. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, and I you know I've tried to like kind of branch out and like wear brighter colors at different times in my life there's also been times where it was just like no i'm only wearing black always um but i I think this i'm in a different yeah i'm in sort of a different headspace right now where i'm really drawn to these sort of uh really feminine light sort of pastel colors and i also i think that has a little bit to do with the fact that i like changed my hair color somewhat recently yeah yeah Um, and so just just kind of vibing differently with like what I think is is working for me but yeah I'm curious to find out if that means anything yeah so I would say I know like so pastels are definitely very in right now like seeing a lot of like in fashion seeing a lot of pastels even like through art sources like there's it's interesting how you know we talk about this in our interview a little bit but interesting how things kind of get marketed and things kind of trickle down to the consumer and (laughs) how those decisions are made really, you know, Right? um, am I really even making this decision or is someone else like making it for me kind of thing? It gives me very much the devil wears Prada, like which used to be one of my little movies. Um, (laughs) And um, what was her uh, Miranda, Miranda, who was playing the character, you know, maybe loosely based off Mm -hmm. of Anna Wintour. Um, (laughs) As she talks um, to, now I can't remember the main character's name. But anyways, she says to her, you know, Cerulean, like, you think that you're just picking out this blue sweater. But what you don't know is this is Cerulean. And it's been handpicked by the top fashion experts in this room and yada, yada, yada. And like, you know, it slowly makes its way down. It takes about... I think it takes about two seasons or so for like Mm -hmm. things to come from like high fashion down to like the normal consumer level. Um, So it's interesting. So it's like maybe a couple years ago, like they're really pushing pastels and like now we're seeing pastels come out in everything. Yes. (laughs) And it it happens that way all the time. Yeah, same uh, with, like, neutral colors. I feel like a few years ago, very, like, high fashion, uh, like, tans and and sort of skin tone colors, neutral Mm -hmm. colors. Um, And now I feel like I'm seeing regular people wear that so Mm -hmm. much more. Mm -hmm. Just fascinating. (laughs) It's it's wild. Just, like... Are we are we being controlled? Maybe. <laughs> subtly. Maybe subtly. Very subtly, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so let's see. My next my next points. So mm-hmm. you can um, you can see color psychology at play in marketing or advertising. Um, sometimes you'll see restaurants use red, um, as that gives people a stimulating rush. So when you feel stimulated by that color, you're like, you know, I got to get over there, you know, McDonald's, like red <laughs> oh, sign, gold arches, you know, it's like, and it triggers something inside of you when you see those, those colors are, I mean, now they're, you know, their whole sign is an icon in and of itself. So right. it triggers whatever feeling it may trigger in you <laughs> when you see Depends. that sign. 
That's interesting because I feel like every fast food chain has red in their logo. Like I'm mm-hmm. thinking like Wendy's, Burger King, mm-hmm. McDonald's, Chick-fil-A, like all of them have that bright red. Yeah. Um, I also think about when I think of like a really sexy restaurant, like, uh, you know, expensive, mm-hmm. like uh, there's a sushi place that Jack and I sometimes go when we really feel like, you know, balling out here in Nashville and they have these like sort of dim red lights and it's uh-huh. just, like that also feels like kind of a vibe like you're like oh what is that it's mysterious let me go check it out <laughs> yeah yeah I mean it draws you in it's very intriguing I mean red is the color I mean they say like warm tones tend to make you hungry or to stimulate mm-hmm. hunger and so you mm-hmm. see a lot of like reds and oranges used even mm-hmm. like in um interior design there was for a while people were doing those colors in their kitchen. Um, Mm -hmm. And then they tell you, you know, maybe don't paint some of those colors like in your bedroom, unless you want to be very stimulated in your bedroom. (laughs) So we stimulated, stimulated. Yes. Like, and maybe, (laughs) maybe we do need to be, you know, painting our bedrooms, (laughs) these colors, you know, let's just, you know, let's, it depends on what you want to be doing in your bedroom, you know, right. Right. If you want to sleep, you maybe don't want, you know, the colors to be red. <laughs> Fair, enough. Fair enough. So another example of a color um, is like that hospitals may use softer colors um, to invoke calm when, when you see a hospital, because we don't want to like, we don't want to use red um, at the hospital because right. that could stimulate a lot of panic, right. anxiety. You know, people are already nervous when they have to come to the hospital generally. Um, so, right. You want to use calming colors, very soft, very, you know, serene. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. (laughs) So those are some examples of like how we use color as far as in like marketing and advertising of things. Mm -hmm. What are, what are your thoughts? Are there any colors that you've noticed stand out to you? Um, Whether you've seen certain things, you know, you said like fast food Mm-hmm. So this is interesting, A, because, um, you know, we're going to be, like, picking out some new paint colors soon. We're going to paint some yes, in our yes. new place. And so I'm just, you know, I'm, I've am i been thinking about sort of this, like, gray, blue, sagey color for a bedroom. It's very, like, soft and almost watery. It gives me, like, you yeah. know, kind of a dusky, I don't know, anyway. Uh, so that's something I've been thinking about a lot is just like what to paint where, Mm -hmm. um, and you know what those things mean. But then the other kind of example that always comes to mind, um, and there, there is a band by this name as well, but have you ever heard of the concept of, uh, drunk tank pink? No. (laughs) Tell me more. Drunk tank pink. Yeah. For a long time. And I think still, um, the the what they call the drunk tank is you know they like oh you know somebody got arrested for public intoxication they uh-huh. just need to like get throw them into the cell to kind of like sober them up and then we'll deal with it in the morning kind of thing right okay uh-huh. uh huh I think for a long time there was all of this kind of color theory research and color psychology research about um, how the this like very specific shade of pink was extremely like stimulating and would kind of like wake you up and like kind of get you to kind of come to a little bit. Okay. I can see that. 
there's like hundreds and hundreds of drunk tanks in the country painted this color on the inside. Oh, wow. Okay. But the weird thing is, I think a lot of that research has since been debunked. Oh. Um, I, I should have done more research about this because I knew we were doing this episode. And that's like the one thing that I know about color theory is drunk tank pink. Um, and that is also a band name and I think a great band name. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's, I don't know. I just always was like, wow, what a fascinating concept. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I think it plays very much into, I mean, even when we're picking out colors for our home or spaces that we um, live in, work in, play in, whatever, um, like, how do we want to feel? And so that let that drive that color selection. And what we'll talk about in this episode um, is different colors make people feel different ways, right? Um and so there, there are the theories, the general theories, but then there's also like, you know, maybe for someone red is calming, you know? Exactly. <laughs> it's it's going to be different from, from person to person. Completely. Yes. I have a, uh, someone that lives close to me. I'll say. We noticed that they had painted a room red in their home, which is one of the bedrooms in the, and so I was they like, want to be stimulated. interesting. <laughs> also, it made me feel a different kind of way. So, or, you know, it's like this person is a little strange. So I was like, hmm, what's going on over there? Um, <laughs> like, just little, little weird. Um, hmm. But yeah, like you know, thinking about how you want to feel, and really letting those colors speak to you. Hmm. Yes, hmm. I saw. Um, oh, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say, I just, I looked up the, the drunk tank pink phenomenon yes. really quickly. There's actually, it looks like there's a book, which I would love to read, called hmm. Drunk Tank Pink. Uh, drunk Tank Pink and Other Unexpected Forces That Shape the Way We Think, Feel, and Behave um, by Adam Alter. It hmm. sounds like a fascinating book. I'm, yeah. I'm not read it yet, so if it sucks, you know, sorry. <laughs> but it um, <laughs> sounds really interesting. Yeah. But then it's says okay so it's like a bubblegum pink color um in the early mm. 1980s psychologist daubed jail cells with drunk tank pink paint and discovered that the color calmed aggressive prisoners um soon enterprising football coaches began painting their visitors locker rooms with the same shade hoping to pacify their opponents um yeah it is just such a fascinating <laughs> concept anyway i'm gonna i'm gonna read that later that's <laughs> so interesting yeah yeah. Especially like the sport, like the sports <laughs> reference of like, oh yeah, let's just right. paint the opposing locker room this color and maybe that'll make them too chilled <laughs> out to like really perform. Wow. Yeah, what, the, wow. what the hell, dude? Wow. It's crazy. I feel like um, it's maybe slightly cheating. Yeah. It feels, <laughs> I'm, it feels manipulative. It's very manipulative. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But like, we'll, we'll touch on that more mm. later in our interview. Yes. So what were you going to say? <laughs> Um, what was I going to say? Sorry. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. I'm like, if it doesn't come to me in the next, like, five seconds, we're just going to keep moving. <laughs> It'll come back. It was, it was something related-ish. It's probably about interior design. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Oh. There it is. So I was on um, Instagram recently, um, and Cheska Lee, uh, Francesca mm-hmm. Ramsey, 
posted her. She's been working on her apartment decor for you know, oh. a few weeks now. And so she just um, released or put out that she's been working with apartment therapy. And they um, featured her apartment. It's so cute. I'm like, I would love to live here. It's very, but it's very stimulating, but it's very multicolored. Um, there's yeah. lots of colors and patterns and like light strips and like just mm-hmm. very, very cool. I'm like, clearly you have a background in graphic design, just right. <laughs> like to right. like, you know, concept and put that perfectly all over your home. Should definitely, definitely check. It's so cute. I'm like, it's, she's a creative and like, it's a perfect creative space. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, this is what my place would probably be like now if I lived alone, like a combination (laughs) of like plants everywhere and like different colorful mural stuff on the walls. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, Yes. One, my, my future studio is like, maybe it won't, be my home, but maybe my studio. Yeah, studio. yeah, yes. absolutely. <laughs> so we're going to move on to how to work. Sorry, no, we're going to move on to colors to work with according to your sun elements. Okay, I'm fascinated. Yes. Tell me about myself. <laughs> yes. So we're going to start with the good old water signs. We're going to go first. Of course. Um, so our water signs again are Cancer, Scorpio, and Pisces. Please remind me, because I'm always going to think Scorpio is a fire sign. <laughs> and and for our, you know, for our listeners as well, because there was something that I realized, or I was looking, I was doing some research, um, and that oh, was the side I was showing you a little while back, but different questions that come up um, or get asked a lot about certain topic areas. Um, and it, you know, I was like, oh, okay, I guess it didn't occur to me that people don't actually necessarily know what signs are in what element at all um for sure so so i'm like oh okay well we look at me right (laughs) just break break that further down you know like these are our fire signs air signs water signs our signs Mm -hmm. so our water signs again are cancer scorpio pisces and the Mm -hmm. colors that we should work with um are aquatic colors surprise Mm -hmm. surprise um such as blues and grays um, I'd, I'd imagine probably some greens in there too, but yeah, anything that like mimics or reflects or the water, any kinds of water, different bodies okay. of water. Yeah. That's us. Of course. Makes sense. <laughs> Very Tracks. on the nose, right? Just, but. Of course. How, how true does that feel for you? Well, it's interesting. So I, I cheated a little bit and I looked, I read a little farther down the list and yeah. I, I have some thoughts, but I'm going to let okay. you go through all okay. of them first. All right. All right. <laughs> hold, hold the thoughts then. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so next we have our earth signs, which are Taurus, mm-hmm. Virgo, and Capricorn. And they're saying these signs should look for grounding autumn colors. So your dark browns, oranges, beige nude cream like those thanksgiving colors as i say <laughs> like the all the colors tones. yes earth tones earth signs yeah. earth tones <laughs> particularly fall apparently mm-hmm. um okay. so that's our earth signs um mm-hmm. air signs which is gemini libra and aquarius mm-hmm. they get bogged down by saturated colors 
So these are, you know, mm. mental. They're they're all in their heads. So like right. heavy saturated colors a lot. So they tend to go towards pastels, metallics. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. Metallics, I don't know why metallics gives me mental. Maybe it's just like similar uh, words. <laughs> but yeah, I'm like, oh, okay. Something about that felt right. Cerebral. Maybe. Right. Yeah. 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 I get metallics. you. I don't know. That makes sense. Maybe. <laughs> It's like, it made sense in my head, so, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I know there are things that, you know, make sense in my head that don't make sense to other people. But, yeah, that's, it made sense to me. (laughs) Um, So, lastly, we have our fire signs. And those are Aries, Leo, and Sagittarius. So, on the opposite end, these people really do like intense saturated colors. Mm-hmm. So colors like fuchsia, gold, reds, bright oranges, and other fiery, fiery colors. Yes, um, I can see it. <laughs> they tend to be drawn towards. <laughs> so yeah, this makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. So okay, when I first read this, I was just thinking like, okay, I feel like I used to really be attracted to bright colors, mm-hmm. um, but like as you know, and, and try to incorporate them more into my wardrobe and stuff. But it, I don't think they really work for me as much as I want them to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I understand. <laughs> um, <laughs> which makes sense because I've got, like, not a lot of, of fire sign energy in my chart. Um, I, my Mercury is in uh, Aries, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, Your right? Mercury is in Aries. I was just putting that together <laughs> yesterday. I was like, our Mercury is both in, our, yeah, we both have an Aries Mercury. <laughs> yes. So I I do, I guess there's that. Um, but it, you know, I, yeah, I just feel like generally other than that, there's not a ton of fire sign energy in my chart. So yeah, I was finding those colors weren't, I was like trying to make them work because I felt like I needed more variety in my like wardrobe and stuff, but uh-huh. they really don't per se. Like I'm looking, so I'm in my closet while we're recording. <laughs> right. Right. It's like, I'm just um, looking around here. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, I have this shirt that I used to get. Um, occasionally, I would get a Stitch Fix box. If you ever use, I have before. also received this Stitch Fix before. <laughs> not an advertisement, but right. if they would like to sponsor us, I have Hello. used them, and I I loved yes. it. Yes, and um, it was fun. It was a good time. It was. It was. But they they sent me this shirt. Um, so when I started going back to work in person again, I was like, "Oh, I need some new work clothes." And yeah. so I was mostly using it for that. And they sent me this shirt and it's like a perfectly nice work shirt, but it's hot pink. Oh, and I was yeah. like, oh, I'm going to keep this because, you know, it, it fits well. And I've got plenty of like neutral pants that it could go with. Yeah. And that was almost two years ago and it still has the tags on it. And I oh, have not no. worn it. <laughs> and I'm just like, I, I'm looking at it right now and it's like the only thing that no. bright. Yeah. And I, I just like. It's not, it's not for me, I don't think. Um, <laughs> anyway, so the other thing that I was thinking about yeah. is um, I feel like as I've gotten a little older, uh, so I think about my moon sign is Gemini, mm-hmm. and that's kind of like, you know, how I feel like my inner world is, and so I'm, I'm trying yeah. to do 
I feel like I'm on a journey of, I'm also, you know, in the middle of my Saturn return and everything. Um, uh-huh. So I feel like I'm on a real journey of self-exploration and mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, kind of being more, living more in alignment with what I feel like my internal world is giving. Yeah. I don't know, for lack of a better word. <laughs> and so uh, these like sort of pastels and, and metallics that that felt like it resonated with me more so even than the sort of aquatic colors ah so tell me this and i'm trying to remember from what i saw yesterday what is your venus sign Ooh, let me is it aquarius sure telling you i think it's aquarius is that i right? think it might be aquarius you had you had several aquarius placements i was like got a lot of aquarius placements um there's a lot of air going yeah. on in here yeah, yeah. okay so that Saturn, Mars, would make sense. Saturn, Mars, and Venus are all in Aquarius. Yeah. 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 That would so, make sense with that. That aligns. Yes. Now, what about you? Do you feel like, you know, do you feel like drawn to any particular colors in your wardrobe? So, I would say one. Sometimes I feel like my style is kind of like all over the place, which kind of gives me Pisces energy. It's just like, <laughs> I just want to wear what I want to wear. I don't have like a... Right like a one aesthetic like sometimes mm-hmm. from over here sometimes over there whatever don't Just, try to box me in yeah don't <laughs> right pisces don't try to put me in a box like i don't we're we don't do boundaries um right so, um i would say there are times that i feel very much like a certain color palette um but i think a lot of times i am still drawn to bright colors and that mm-hmm. fits with having a venus in aries um mm-hmm. and liking those bright saturated colors i just um did some shopping recently just target was having a sale um (laughs) over memorial day weekend i grabbed a few things um but i bought a very neon fluorescent yellow or green bodysuit and another one in hot pink (laughs) and then there was another bodysuit that i bought from there like the week before that it's like a bright blue and i'm like okay i'm feeling all of these bright colors that you were giving to me and i want i want them all um, I feel like it's also, it's kind of a summertime vibe. I got these hot yeah. pink ass nails last yes. time I got my nails done. And it's, it feels like a summertime vibe too. It, it's I very think. uplifting, you know, mm-hmm. it makes you feel kind of happy and light. Mm-hmm. At least maybe that's how it makes me feel. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, yeah. I want to put myself in these bright colors. It makes me feel, yeah, like very bright, it's, especially as opposed to like coming out of like winter right. and feeling very like drab. <laughs> Sad drab. Sad, sad drab, drab winter and Saturn. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's funny that I see you're wearing sort of like a greenish top right now. And mm-hmm. I was like, mm, it's, that, it's that Taurus placement coming out. Right. Like, the, yeah. Yes. The Taurus is coming. And this is what I put on because I was like, well, I need to kind of have on more of a top than I had on before. <laughs> I just had like my sports bra and from <laughs> my little yoga I mean, set. And I was like, well, it's, it's a lot of titties happening. It's like, well, we'll just do a slight less, slightly less. They're still here, but like slightly less titties for everybody. Like, you know what? Maybe next time you leave that on, and instead of a Patreon, we'll make hey, an OnlyFans. An OnlyFans. <laughs> like, if you want to see the titties when you re- <laughs> when you watch our episodes, <laughs> sign up for OnlyFans. Just... <laughs> yeah, there you go. 
we could we could make a lot more money that way probably <laughs> melissa always says i'm thirst trapped and i'm like it might be true <laughs> It's definitely true. I love a thirst trap. I love it. I love I a thirst trap. I'm like, again, Aries, Venus, like, it is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People are like, do you have a significant other? Yes. <laughs> I do, actually. And I still like to, you know. And they like my thirst traps, too, okay? Yes, okay, <laughs> right. They're for everyone. <laughs> But she gets the special, you know, the behind the scenes. Right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> On that note. On that note, um, let's do you keep it anything... moving. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, do you have anything else uh, on color astrology before we jump into our extra special guest? I think that's it. I think let's get into our interview. Yeah. Yes. So up next, you guys will hear... Uh, this wonderful interview that we have for you and uh, after that we'll take a quick break and be right back all right see you soon welcome everyone we are here with jane Grote, aura photographer and reader here in nashville at tertiary site we're excited to have you as our guest today. Both Shelby and I have both had the pleasure of having an aura reading by Jane. So we're very excited to have you on our show today. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Yes. So we are um, doing an episode about color psychology and um, color astrology. And so I know that you use color a lot in the work mm -hmm. that you do. Mm -hmm. um, so I just wanted to jump in and talk very basically first, and we'll kind of get into it a little bit more. But tell us, what is an aura? Absolutely. I mean, this is a great place to start. Your aura is your human energy field. Okay. And so we'll start there. Now, people are going to use a lot of different words. People will say mm -hmm. it is your electromagnetic field, your biomagnetic field, maybe even your morphic field or your biomorphic field. Those are all terms that boil back down to it's your human energy field. And it yeah. is the energy, the vibrations, the frequencies that you are creating through your thoughts, your feelings, your choices, your actions, your everything. And it is this energy that you are creating and, you know, vibrating between you and the universe. Wow. Yeah. Okay. That's very <laughs> cool. Very cool. Okay. So. I feel like I'm going to learn so much this episode. I know. I'm so excited. <laughs> there's, there's so much good in here. So, okay. Tell us about how you read auras. Absolutely. So how I read auras is pretty unique because I do aura photography specifically. Um, I do some other types of aura readings where I okay. use some different mythologies, but my primary is this aura photography. Okay. And so one thing I'm going to say is auras appear in a lot of different cultures for a lot of different readings, and there are many, many theories on auras. Mm -hmm. And this is why I say I do something pretty specific. And so yeah. for the, mostly like I use this framework, which is a photograph. Yeah. <laughs> and from that <laughs> photograph, there are like two big pieces of information. 
what the color is and where the color is. Okay. And I read aura photos based off of what colors are in the photos, where those mm-hmm. colors are in that photo, and what uh, what different colors, what colors are in relationship, are working together, are showing mm. up with each other within that photo. Ooh, okay. Yeah. And so it's, you know, one thing that makes this pretty unique is that aura photos specifically, you know, they have these placements that have kind of their certain meanings, Mm -hmm. thinking about the right side of the photo as being the expressive energy, the energy that you put out to the world. Uh Uh-huh. When kind of the above the head area, thinking like earrings up, is present energy Uh where... Where that's where your thoughts are, your thought consciousness is, where your mind wanders. Mm. And then the left side of the photo being your receptive energy. And this is thinking about like what you are calling to you or what you are creating with the energy that you are drawing towards you. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Absolutely. Very cool. Very cool. So you said you, you use some other methods as well, other than photography. Mm-hmm. Now, I didn't I didn't ask you this in our questions. <laughs> Would you mind telling us a little bit about That's that? Too? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So I have some clients that I work with in some different capacities. Mm-hmm. Um, I have some clients who I work with um, kind of my standard reading in aura photos about 15 minutes. Uh-huh. But I have some clients who I work with for about two hours. Oh, okay. And in the two-hour-long appointments, we do um, aura photos, but we also do some work with a color-based oracle deck and thinking yes. about pulling cards as one way to read an aura. And I also do some more of the intuitive readings of auras. Mm-hmm. Um, I do do some of that intuitive based reading, what I'm picking up on people's auras. I'm just like pretty specific about how I do that. I try to have really strong boundaries of like, I don't read people's auras unless they have actively consented to me doing so. Absolutely. And like pretty generally, you know, that's not always something that's very quick for me, but being able to really sit with somebody's energy. So that's why I say that's these longer form appointments. I also do some coaching, which is more along the lines of life coaching. Mm -hmm. And I do more of that intuitive style read with my coaching clients. So there are people whose energy I come to know pretty well. Okay. Okay. So I want to ask about intuitive um, reading as well. Mm -hmm. So what does that look like? So that is a great question because it can look like a lot of different things. Yeah. And definitely I get a question a lot like, can you, can you see auras? Can you read auras like without the camera? Mm -hmm. And I'm always really hesitant to say yes, because people's next question is always, so what am I? So how did, uh (laughs) uh-huh. Yeah. And I'm like, well, first of all, I don't work for free. So, uh, yes. Yes. But uh, <laughs> but second of all, it looks like different things. And definitely with the ways that I study energy and I've studied auras, for me, reading somebody's aura isn't always necessarily seeing a color. Sometimes it is a specific shape. Sometimes it is a color in a shape. 
But sometimes it's a body part. Sometimes it's a word or a phrase that keeps coming to me. And so, you know, really bringing that up with clients and seeing how that resonates with them. Um, definitely, there's always interesting things that come from that. Yeah. But I try to really leave what that looks like as something that's pretty open. And that's why I say more of an intuitive-based reading. Okay. Rather yeah. than I'm not like, for every one person, I see three colors. <laughs> it's just not quite as uh, much of a formula as that. Sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> I imagine that a lot of people who don't know a lot about it, that's what they're looking for, though. They like, they're like, put me in a box. People mm-hmm. love to be... Yes. Yes. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, And it's, it's, it's kind of compounded with this idea of like, there's just so much possibility for what it can look like. You know, I mentioned earlier, there's so many different theories on auras and like, yeah, there are some theories that say you have a soul color, which is the one color of your soul that is always and never changes. But then you have mood colors, which do change. And then there's some theories that say you are only ever one color and that's always your aura. And then there's theories that say your aura changes constantly. And so there's all of these different things too that especially when people come in for aura readings, we don't all have the same baseline of what an aura is. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. (laughs) This is also not a question that was on our list of questions but do you do you subscribe to a particular theory around that like do you have a a sense of what rings most true to you so I definitely do and I the first thing is like if you ask 10 different aura readers how auras change and what an aura means you're gonna get probably 10 vaguely similar and absolutely different answers yeah right And a big thing is for me is like, I have some things that I think for me at the end of the day, it's not what I believe. It's how all of this resonates with my clients. Right. Yeah. And so I do really try to open up all of this for possibility. Um, And one thing I'll say is like, I tend to think that the camera captures a season of life. Mm. And I use that vague phrase for, first of all, it's a lot easier for people to decide what that means for them if I don't include a specific amount of time. Yeah. And so like a season, you know, we are pretty familiar with that term, needing something aside from a literal summer, spring, winter, or fall. Right. And thinking about like, I boil down how auras change as it depends on who you are as a person, where you are in your life, and what you do with your energy. And as the answers to those questions change, that's where you tend to see these really like sustained changes and shifts in your aura. Wow. Okay. And again, those are just, those are such like big umbrellas. It can mean so many different things to different people. And that's really exciting is that it gets to mean different things to different people. And we're all going through these change and these shifts energetically at our own pace. I love that. I love that. I like that. Yes. Yes. My, like, kind of... Oh. Oh, no. I was going to say, I do have, like, a work in progress theory. And I think that we have, like, teacher colors. 
I tend to think like soul color, like thinking that our soul is only one color is, I think our soul evolves as we do. Yeah. And so I think our soul color would evolve too. And so I tend to think about it as we have like teacher colors, which are with with us for longer periods of time, but we Mm. don't necessarily recognize that when we're in it. Um, in like two weeks, my first aura photo will turn 18 years old. Wow. And so I've been having my aura photograph for coming up on 18 years. And so things I can see now that I couldn't really see at the time, the first four years I had my aura photographed, I was only one color. Huh. And then the next like 10 years or so... I had one color that showed up in almost every photo. And it wasn't always the same place. It didn't always mean the same thing, but it was always there. And I tend to think about that now as like that was my teacher color. Wow. Okay. Uh, Can you say a little bit more about what you mean or like why you call it a teacher color? Yeah. I like that yes. phrase, but I, I yes. want to hear more of what Absolutely. you Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> I should tell people who don't live in my own head. Yes. <laughs> um, I think about like that color had a lesson for me. Mm-hmm. And there was like a lesson that color had to teach me. Okay. Yeah. But you don't know what you don't know. You don't know. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. The no, The unknown... The known unknowns and then the unknown unknowns. Exactly, yes. exactly. Right. right. Mm-hmm. I love that. Thank yeah. you. So you take your aura photos then and kind of look back reflectively on them as well. Like and and really look at different yes. seasons and see how that changes. It's very mm-hmm. interesting. But now I want to like go look at mine and like reflect on those times now that I'm further from them. I'm like, oh okay. Oh totally. work to do today. You should. <laughs> It'll be so interesting. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So, all right. We'll keep, we'll keep going. So I think you answered, is it possible to see auras without equipment? And it and sounds I like. Can, totally. Yeah. Um, and it is absolutely possible to see auras without equipment. Mm-hmm. And people, there's a lot of people who do kind of intuitively, but they don't necessarily know that's what they're seeing. Um, there are people who have something called synthesia, which is a neurological disorder where you can often like taste color or you'll see music in color. A lot of people with synthesia can see auras. And it's also something that you can like train and work on. Mm -hmm. Now, this is definitely a place where I always encourage people to use discernment. Because I've definitely had clients who've been like, I went to a workshop and we stood on our left foot and turned around three times and then crossed our eyes and we could see our auras. Uh. And I'm like, you can... a little dizzy. Right, right. And I'm like, I can't believe you can stand up. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Right, right. Oh, Oh, absolutely. But then also, like, there's definitely a lot of... um, different teachers who do meditations on how to like meditate to see your own aura even to perceive your own aura if it isn't as much as like visibly seeing it Mm -hmm. and that can be such an incredible tool yeah yeah Yeah. okay like 
you've, you've peaked. Uh, my interest is definitely peaked. I'm like thinking of things for later. Um, so tell me about what clients get from their aura readings. Like what does that inform them about their lives? Like when they're leaving your session, what is, what is a takeaway? Oh my gosh. I, my greatest <laughs> hope is that the takeaway is somebody is like, holy smokes, I'm incredible. Yes. <laughs> yes. Right. And I, and I don't read that from like an ego based thing, but like from this place of like, my greatest hope is people can be like, wow, I am so much more than I think I am. I'm am so much more than I give myself credit for. Mm-hmm. Um, I talk a lot about aura photos being visual affirmations yes. because a lot of this, you know, in readings, it's not about knowing things you don't know about yourself, mm-hmm. but it's about having somebody present that information to you in a different way, connecting the dots in a different way. And aura photos are so powerful because with the readings, you get to hear it, but you also get to see it and you get to take that visual reminder with you. Yeah. Um, you know, I always really think about it as like aura photos are another way for people to know themselves on these deeper levels for them to get curious about who they are and what all of that means. Yes. And at the end of the day, I see that as like another way for people to learn to love themselves. Absolutely. And it's right. It's so exciting. And stuff like this can be seem so silly because like, it's a cool photo, but at the end of the day, it's like, you know, if we want a different world. We have to make different choices yes. and different choices begin with knowing ourselves, especially when we think about knowing our energy and recognizing that we are these like wondrous beings of light. Yes. And if you are, then everyone around you is, and it becomes so much harder to, you know, prescribe to these systems of harm Um, for others for the universe if you can think about you and everybody you've ever met on this earth and the nature you're surrounded by is this you know powerful energy being yes Um, yes that's beautiful i know thank you and it sounds it's it's very similar to i think how we um start to kind of look at astrology like as a Mm -hmm. as a way to really get to know ourselves to better ourselves and to, mm-hmm. to grow and evolve. And if we're all evolving, then we're creating this better world for ourselves. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. yes. Yeah. Love that. Okay. So let's see. So how does psychology or even astrology enter into what you do or does it? Cool. So <laughs> I'm going to talk about the astrology one first. Okay. Yes. So astrology is interesting because It doesn't necessarily have a lot of solid correlations with auras, Mm -hmm. since auras change and astrology is fixed. Sure, yeah. So that's the one place where there's not always the most alignment. Mm -hmm. Now, interestingly, I would say about 80% of clients who ask me that are fire signs. (laughs) Um, So do what you want with that information. I do have some fire energy in there. <laughs> oh, Aries. Yes. Yeah. Um, I largely Aries uh, asked that question. Yes. And it's, Very interesting. it's interesting too, 
Right, like, it's all just endlessly fascinating. And with astrology, I would say part of why, you know, I don't see a huge amount of correlation, too, is because I also don't know a huge amount of astrology. Yeah. There is so much to know about astrology. So much. (laughs) We had a whole podcast about it, and I feel like I haven't even scratched the surface. Oh, and we haven't. There's so much. I'm like, I feel like I will never stop learning about astrology. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, yeah, there's just absolutely so much. And it's like, yes. it's just not my lane. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I respect I that, that, though, because yes. I, think, I think a lot of spiritual practitioners tend to make every spiritual kind of thing their yes. lane. Mm-hmm. Like, all and, of it. you know, it's okay yeah. to just say, like, I don't really know that much about that thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I exactly. don't know about color psychology or really yeah. anything like that which is kind of part of why we were like we need a guest for this episode yes cool. <laughs> cool. and it's like yeah with astrology i can talk about my signs a bit but like right once you are outside of that no 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 like, I don't know. yeah <laughs> um so there's the first part of that question. Uh-huh. Now, getting into color psychology, this is where it gets really fascinating. So, color psychology, yeah. um, this kind of, like, science behind color, it's really fascinating because a lot of color psychology is trying to find, like, sciencey ways to tell us what we already know about color. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Using the science to explain rather than... Yes. Right. Yeah. Just, yes. <laughs> because color psychology is the study of how color impacts people and human behavior. Yeah. And how this gets really interesting is because, like, I mean, this shows up in a lot of things, right? But there's this, like, knowing that we grow up with intrinsically in our communities, in the collective. And then color psychology a lot of it is trying to find the right boxes to put that knowledge about color in mm-hmm. and i say where this gets really interesting is because a lot of color psychology ends up being really manipulative Ooh. the two main uses for color psychology in america right now are advertising and marketing mm-hmm Capitalism, yeah, capitalism. Just exactly. Everything yes. good. Yes. Goodness. Uh, yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. That's very true. And right, and so it's really interesting to think about like this science where there's so much in- interesting information, and mm-hmm. like you're saying, capitalism, it's being used to try to sell us products. Yeah. Yeah. And um, brands, like how they build their color, the color mm-hmm. of being in store of the website of the app of the banner on the sale email all of it yeah is coming from this place of color psychology of how can they build a sense of urgency um how can they build something relaxing how can they Mm -hmm. give you confidence in a product through the color in which it's packaged wow right yeah yeah very true (laughs) so yeah Right? And it's like a weird thing to think about. And so there's that level of color psychology. And at the same time, when you think about like this idea of a science of color that is there to give us 
these sciencey terms about how to talk about color, it is also really interesting yeah. because it gives us a lot more insight into this like shared understanding of what that color means. Mm-hmm. So that part of it is really interesting. Yeah. And specifically with what I do for auras, it is fascinating because I feel like I often work both with and against color psychology. Okay. And I try to think of the way that I read as being like color psychology informed. Like Mm -hmm. I understand a lot of what the message is that color psychology says about these colors. I also understand there tends to be a lot more. Yeah. And so it's interesting because color psychology is both these like higher level sciencey ideas mm-hmm. and at the same time so much of it is personal preference. True. Yeah. Completely. Yeah. Completely. And this is where it gets really interesting and I'll give a couple of examples. So, like, one example, one of the most persuasive narratives about the color red is that color the color red um, represents anger. Uh-huh. And a question I get a lot is, like, if somebody has a lot of red, they're like, am I angry? And I'm like... <laughs> Are you angry? I, I was like, I, um, I hate to break it to you. You can be angry in any color. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> like, you can be angry in blue or purple. Yeah, or you know, any we all get angry. Stuff. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. And it's also like, it, and this is where it comes to like one of the interesting things when we talk about like our emotional awareness or emotional knowledge is like, yeah, what I'm like, even if you are angry, so what? Right. It's part <laughs> of being a person. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um. So that is like really interesting, right? Where like that's a big one that I see a lot. Yeah. Um, and then that one of the other ones that's kind of interesting for being like in the metaphysical world is I see a lot of a, pe- a lot of people who have this attachment to the color purple, and they'll be like, "I am going to be purple because I'm a mystical high priestess star seed angel child." And I'm like, yeah. wow, that sounds a lot more like ego than practice. Okay. <laughs> and um, generally, there's too, there's that sense of like when you have such an attachment to that color, you very rarely get what you want. <laughs> mm, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's like another more, one of the more nuanced things about color psychology is like the attachment we have to color and how we attach ourselves to these intangible qualities that we see represented in a very like binary fashion. Mm -hmm. Because so much about like, you know, I mean, you could think about it as attachment theory, color psychology, the way we use those kind of like scientific breakdowns for, you know, more body knowledge is we want it to be um, yes or no. Mm-hmm. When yeah. so many of these things and ideas are both and. Yes. Yeah. 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 I think that that speaks to just like a an issue that we as a society in general just seem to have is like wanting to again going back to putting things in boxes or having mm-hmm. it yes. be a yes or a no or a 
we just oh. have such binary thinking and that's mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. not how anything is it just doesn't None of it. work yeah. that way yeah <laughs> totally totally there's just so much more so much more possibility so much more yeah. yes yeah. Mm-hmm. That actually segues really nicely into our next question, yes. <laughs> which is, um, sorry, Christina, I just started. No, go. Yeah, no, you're what good. The next question was, um, <laughs> but the next question is: Are there any colors that you don't want to see in an aura? <laughs> and and so this is interesting because this is definitely one I get a lot. Like people yeah. are like, "I am nervous. I am going to have a bad aura." <laughs> and exactly, I'm like, "No, it's okay. It's okay." And I, and the thing is, is I'm always like, the exciting part is there is no good or bad. The terrifying right. part, there is no good or There's bad. There's no good or bad. Right, right. <laughs> it's all information, and it is mm-hmm. about what you choose to do with that information that makes it good or bad in your perception. Yeah. But the color itself isn't good or isn't bad. Yeah. Yeah. Now, with that being said, you know, a lot of people I see work really heavily with their energy. They know their energy and they come get, you know, whether it is once a month, once every three months, four months, six months, once a year, they come to see their auras and see how the work they're doing is impacting their energy. And when you begin to know your energy like that, there might be a sense of there's a color you've been trying to work through, or there's a color you've been working to bring into your energy. And there can definitely be a sense of disappointment or, you know, something else, if that color is or isn't there. Mm-hmm. Those teacher colors. Exactly. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, I will say, t- like, I get a lot of questions about, what if I have a black aura? Mm-hmm. And <laughs> so, like, with a lot of the ways they study energy, to have, like, a black aura would be a total lack of energy. Right. And what I always say to clients is like, well, if that happens, then you are a ghost. And if you are a ghost, (laughs) we have bigger fish to fry. Yep. Let's talk about that. (laughs) Exactly. Absolutely. I have a lot of other questions. Yes. Mm -hmm. So many questions. How did you get here? Yep. Uh Yep. How are you corporeal? Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And I, I actually do think a ghost would have an aura. I just don't think the camera would really work for them. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right. Like, yes. Exactly. <laughs> um, I like to think that a ghost would be able to like see their own aura. Yeah. yeah. To be able to know their own energy a little better. But right. who knows? <laughs> Right. You would think, right? Like, right. it seems like it would make sense. Yeah. 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 Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. And it's the other caveat I'll give is like, there are definitely, you know, different theories or readers who say that a gray aura would be like a bad aura. Like, that would be mm. like bad energy um, in terms of like being a true sociopath. Or like more of an evil energy. Yeah. And there's two caveats like that. I, I tend to not really think that is how that works. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, that person is never going to get an aura photo. <laughs> right. <laughs> the people so seeking like, that out. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Um, 
right? Like there's definitely a couple of archetypes within colors that aren't good or bad. Like tan is a color that tan is logic and strategy. And the archetype of tan would be like a military general. Mm. And you know who is never going to get an aura photo? Listen, not ever. <laughs> no, not exactly. Not. It's just not. It, it's just never going to happen. Oh, but I would love to see it, though. Yes. I, still really, I yes. wish they would. Oh, right? It would be fascinating. Um, so. Oh, sorry. I have a quick question. It just made yeah. me think of this. You might totally. not have this answer, but it made me think of. So are there any signs that are less likely to get an aura reading or to, you know, get into more of, you know, our woo or spiritual? Yeah, (laughs) that is a good question. And I don't think I necessarily have an answer with that. Yeah. Because I don't ask everybody signs. Sure. Yeah. And I mostly (laughs) only have that conversation if people bring it up themselves. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Um, But I will say I sell, um, astrology stickers in the studio uh-huh and i run out of scorpio stickers the fastest yeah yeah <laughs> which is Come interesting sister water sign <laughs> yeah um and i've always wondered if that meant i get more scorpios or scorpios just like stickers more <laughs> Correlation versus causation, like exactly. What yeah. does that mean? Mm-hmm. I could, yes. I could definitely see a lot of Scorpios coming in. Probably a lot of Pisces, like just a lot, a lot of water signs. Mm-hmm. I, so I had an idea of who I, I thought would probably not come in as it much. Was I did. Oh, I may, I may have a thing. You know, uh huh. <laughs> it was, it was Virgo. It would, it would make sense because they, They're, they tend know, to be. Logical. Very logical, mm-hmm. very left brain, like Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um that's interesting. I know I, I'm thinking of like I've definitely talked to a few Virgos. Yeah. Um I'm a Virgo rising. Oh. And so I'm a Gemini sun sign. Okay. Yes. Capricorn Moon, Virgo Rising. And there was a day. Uh, in my former corporate life, I used to work with a lot of statistics uh-huh. and I was like getting very frustrated because I couldn't find the statistic I wanted. And I was like, I'll just take a class on statistics and do it myself. And I was like, oh, yes, very, very we, we have a arrived. Capricorn energy yeah, in yeah there. there's definitely, it. I mean, you know, yeah. business minded sort of. Mm-hmm. So you've got like a lot of Mercury because you've got the Gemini yes. and the Virgo and then you've got Cap in there. Just, I mean, there's, uh-huh. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of Mercury. Absolutely. Yes. 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 I love it. I'm glad love that it. you gave us your big three. I, I know. I was just like, before yes. We, before we uh, got done. <laughs> I figured we'd get there eventually, and since it kind of was naturally, I was like, I'll just go for it. (laughs) It works, yes. So, Mm -hmm. I know you see a lot of different combinations in your aura photos of colors. Mm -hmm. Um, Are there any, like, really interesting ones, or, like, how often do you see, like, solid colors, things like that? Yeah. You know, it is all endlessly fascinating, I have to say. 
some of the things that I get really intrigued by are definitely solid colors. Yeah. Because I don't see solid colors very often. Okay. Solid colors are actually one of the things I see the least often. While there is, like, everyone's across the board, the one thing I see consistently is that people tend to have two to four colors. Okay. And anything outside of that is an outlier. Mm. And solid colors can be one of the most interesting outliers. Uh Uh-huh. Especially when I have had, you know, just a couple of people who are, like, solidly green. Ooh. Now tell us, tell us about what that and means. So <laughs> thinking about, like, green is the color of the heart chakra, the heart energy center. Uh-huh. And the way I read it, the archetype is, is like, the color of the child of nature. Nature being cycles of growth, rebirth, mm. and deep-rooted healing. Yeah. And to think about being in this place of just like full throttle growth and healing. Yeah. That it is what you put out there, where your head is, what you're calling to you. And especially when colors are just so activated like that, thinking about how that really relates to having that kind of ultra engaged heart chakra. Uh huh. And like, the lesson of the heart chakra being about learning to love and learning to love unconditionally. Yeah. And that's one of the really cool things about seeing such solid green is seeing somebody who seeing somebody who's such a, in such not a such an active stage of love. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Huh. Now I think that's I've seen cool. you have a solid color, have I not on your Instagram? I Probably. I tend to be very deeply blue. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Yes. And I have some that are almost entirely blue. A couple that are almost entirely white. Wow. Um, And those tend to be the, like, more solid color ones. Uh Uh-huh. Now, I've had a lot of rainbow this year. Yeah. And rainbow tends to be one of the interesting ones, too, because in some senses, a rainbow aura is like you have everything firing, Mm -hmm. and at the same time, it is like you have everything firing. (laughs) Yeah. There's a lot going on. Mm -hmm. All the things, all at once. (laughs) Exactly. And for me, it's definitely more of all the things all at once. Mm -hmm. And when I have a lot going on, I have a lot in my aura. Yeah. Um, now, definitely, I have, you know, have had other clients who have been like, no, I have worked hard to engage all of my energy, and this is me shining like a rainbow. Okay. And I'm like, yes, all yes. right. <laughs> yeah. That's so interesting, because it, it makes me think, you know, back to what you said earlier about how it just depends on the perspective and like kind of where you were coming from and what it means mm-hmm. to every individual person. That's fascinating. Mm-hmm. I love mm-hmm. that. Yeah, it really is. One of the um, interesting ones that I've seen a few times in the last couple of months that I found really interesting too is people who are very red in the expressive and the receptive energy, but then like literally have these rainbows above their heads. Wow. Interesting. And it's so Interesting because red, like in aura photos, tends to rule over these ideas of changes and new beginning. And you know, red is the root chakra. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, to have like that rainbow above your head 
like there's definitely room for some different interpretations here but it's like kind of this idea of how are you changing everything Mm. and how are all of your energy centers activated to support you in that time of change yeah which i just find like very fascinating yes yeah Uh, yes yeah, this is this is super interesting. I I think maybe I had this idea that like a solid color would indicate sort of uh, better integration. I don't know, better <laughs> isn't the right word, but um, you know, more of an yeah. integrated kind of whole personality. But it yes. really seems like it's not. You know, I I tend to not see it that way, and definitely um, a word that comes up a lot with that with people is is the idea of balance. And a lot of people mm. think that if you have, like, one color, you are in more of this, like, balanced place. Uh-huh. And, you know, part of why I... One of the things I'll say, like, I tend to not read it that way, is especially if you think about, like, color theory. One color isn't necessarily balanced. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, multiple different colors can balance each other. Yeah. Because it takes more than one color to, like, provide that. Right. And I use probably color theory because that's the easier way to apply that idea. But when we think about in terms of, like, our different energy centers and what our different energy centers bring to the table, having only one might not necessarily be the most functioning place for you. Mm, now depending on who you are and where you're going through it might be an example i'll give you there is like red is a color that when people are red they tend to be red (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) and like the archetype for red is the color of the crusader and it's like a crusade is a mission that you would go to the end of the earth for Mm. right Brad is the root chakra rules over our relationship to home, safety, and security. When you're going through times in your life where you are changing what those mean to you, how you receive them, how you work towards them, yeah, it's pretty all-consuming. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That makes a lot of sense. Hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Interesting. Yeah. I love it. So, do auras give any indication to personalities or core traits? Does that, do you see that like within yeah. the clients that you see? And so this is a great question because I think yes, but not always in the same way. Okay. And I say that because it kind of comes back to the idea, idea of like auras change or don't change and how mm-hmm. your aura changes. Because I think especially as you get, like, if you do aura photos over time and engage with your aura over time, how your aura changes or doesn't change can tell you a lot about your, like, core traits. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Now, there's that. And at the same time, I definitely, like, I see it in clients. Like, when we're in a reading and I, you know... I say the thing that resonates with how they see themselves, you can see that moment happening with clients. Yeah. And you know, it's interesting because it's, there's so much variety to what that is. And it isn't always like the same kind of, you know, core personality trait. Um, 
because even within core personality traits, like I think that idea can mean different things to different people. I think there's some different theories there. Yeah. But sometimes it is, you know, talking about how, you know, what people do with their energy and like what they put out to the world. And they're like, that is me. I've worked so hard to do that. Mm-hmm. Or like, you know, other times, you know, it'll be something that I don't say to clients. Especially yeah. and this is this is something where kind of this has to this happens more often if somebody has either had multiple readings from me or if they're in with a group of friends mm-hmm. <laughs> and they'll be like, You said something to my friend that you didn't say to me. <laughs> And gen- and they'll usually like, is there a reason why? And I'm like, yes, either it was, you know, because you didn't have that color or you didn't have that color with this color or because the color was in this different place. Mm-hmm. And they'll be like, that's so interesting because that's exactly how we are like in oh. dynamic. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the interesting ways that shows up with friends, especially um, or I should say two people who are close to each other, if we do two individual photos, very often one will be very warm-toned and one will be very cool-toned. And mm. I'll call them fire and ice. And they'll lose it because they're like, yes! <laughs> That's us. Yeah. Oh, I love mm-hmm. that. Very cool. Um, how does that... I'm curious if you wouldn't mind to just like say a little bit more about... Mm-hmm doing aura photos as like couples or as friends mm-hmm. together yeah how does how does that kind of play in um, absolutely so when you do one photo that has two people in it it's really interesting because it is a shared energy photo mm-hmm. and so i'm going to talk a little bit more about how the aura camera works specifically yeah the aura camera is a biofeedback imaging color spectrometer many words Um, But it it is a big camera that has these two hand sensors. And in a photo of one person, that one person gets both hand sensors. Mm -hmm. And the hand sensors are biofeedback receptors. They're getting data from your body, reading these physiological parameters. Essentially thinking about the hand sensors reading frequencies or vibrations. Mm Mm-hmm. And then the information from the hand sensors goes to the camera. Within the camera, there's patented and proprietary technology that is able to translate your frequency into the corresponding color, since color is also a frequency. Mm-hmm. And so, when I come back to an individual photo, is like both mate, both hands of that person's frequency. Uh-huh. But one photo of two people is both people's frequencies and so it is when two people are in one photo it is the shared energy photo because it is about what those two people's energy does together the energy that they share that they create together and so rather than any one color or one placement being one person it is all both people okay and it's it's really interesting because you know it seems like one half would just kind of be one person. Right. But in doing individual photos of two individuals and then the photo of them together, 
if it was as simple as one half equals kind of one person's energy, I would mm-hmm. see consistent patterns. True. Right. And I don't. People's individual or people's shared photos are all over the place versus their individual photos. Ah, okay. Endlessly fascinating. Yes. So I'm like, Christine, we need to go do an I know. together. Yes. Yes. That was yes. Yeah. We do. We'll put that on the list. Of right. Shelby's leaving us soon. So Perfect. I'm, like, oh. <laughs> I'm moving. She's We're going to keep doing the podcast, but yes. I'll have to do it remotely. Yeah. Ow. <laughs> So that'll be a that could be a nice thing that we do before I leave. Yes, yes. Look, send off. Yes, <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> okay, Jane. So we have one more question for you, um, and we're gonna let you get out of here. But um, what is the coolest thing or your favorite thing about what you do? Ah, oh, oh my gosh, <laughs> such a great question. All of it, um, <laughs> definitely. Just seeing people like light up about being able to see themselves. Yeah. Um, I, people come to me for all sorts of reasons and I get all sorts of people. And the most powerful thing that I get to see is when clients, like when they recognize whether it is the work that they've been doing, you know, these things that they believe about themselves, but like, Mm. it's been really hard for them to believe it. When they get to see that in the photo, when they get that affirmed in the reading and the photo, that is absolutely the coolest thing I get to do. Yes. I love that. I love that. Yes. So cool. It's good feels. So cool. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You are just... The, this is such a cool thing to offer to people. I feel like yeah. it's such a Thank service you. for the world to be able to yes. see that. It's, it's so even therapeutic. And mm-hmm. yeah, I just, Absolutely. Is, yeah, it's such a cool thing. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. I so appreciate that. Um, you know, I, I totally, I am wowed by it constantly. Like, yeah, I use the word endlessly fascinating all the time. And I think, I wish people just knew how genuine I was being when I'm like, this is endlessly fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> All fascinated. of it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> totally. And, you know, one thing that I think is very interesting, too, about, like, aura yeah. photography specifically, since we live in an age of cool pictures, is mm-hmm. I get a lot of people who come in because they're doing it for the gram. Because they're trying to get this, like, Instagrammable picture. But when Uh they come in and get so much more than that, I'm like, this is it. This is why we do this. This is the good stuff. Like, you thought you were going to get a picture, but you got your life. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I love that. I love that so much. I love it. It's so cool. Yeah. No. Well, I think that's all of our questions. Yeah. Is, there, is there anything else that you want to tell us or do you maybe want to tell us uh, and, you know, whoever ends up listening to this where, where yeah. we can find you? Absolutely. But great, great idea there. Yes. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> so tertiary site is a little aura photography studio. I'm in the Five Points Alley Shops in um, Five Points the neighborhood in East Nashville. Mm-hmm. Literally 
a stone's throw from the actual intersection. <laughs> right. Um, the studio <laughs> is open Friday to Monday. You can book your appointment online at www.tertiarysite.com. Uh, you can Google or a photography Nashville. It will also pop up. I know tertiary yes. is a very hard word to spell. <laughs> we'll put it in the show notes. We're going to put it in the show notes. I was like, we're going to put it in the notes. <laughs> yes. Fantastic. Thank you. Um, and of course, I'm on Instagram. Um, that's my main platform. Uh, I'm not great at social media, but I do post there on occasion. Yeah. <laughs> and... One of the fun things about the Instagram is you can scroll through and really get to see so much about what we're talking here today because you can yes. see so many different photos from yes. all these different people. And I had so much fun chatting with y'all. I'm so yes. honored to be a guest. Thank, Thank you so, so much, much for coming on our Thank show. You so much for your time. Yes. I'm so happy to. Absolutely. <laughs> Love it. back we hope you enjoyed uh our interview yes with, um, the lovely jane from tertiary site yes i know you enjoyed it it was great we loved it i'm sure you did <laughs> yeah very professional interviewing of us great questions from christine <laughs> <laughs> yes we did we did our thing it was like look at us we're real podcasters now I wish you guys could see us. We've got our headphones on. We've yes. got our very professional microphones. Yeah, it's great. We're doing it. <laughs> so, great, our so. Um, <laughs> last part of our um, episode, or our meets today, I'm just going to talk about a couple little things you can do to um, learn more of your color astrology, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a couple of... Um, if you are familiar with astro.com, um, they have a lot of different horoscopes, um, a lot of different charts you can read from here. I get a lot of like my solar return charts and natal charts and sinistry charts. I mean, they've got all the charts, um, and all the different kinds of horoscopes. (laughs) So many things. So many things. Like you can just, it's like a rabbit. It's a fun astrology rabbit hole. If you are prone to be, um, in an astrology rabbit hole. (laughs) Um, (laughs) so one of those things is a color horoscope. Mm -hmm. And so Shelby, put your information in to your color horoscope. Um, so basically what you do as you, you give it your birth information. So you've got to have, again, you've got to have the birth time and where you're born, mm-hmm. all of those things for it to really give you a more accurate look at this. Um, but once you do that, it actually gives you a color profile and it gives you that profile based on the planets and your, you know, the sh- strength of relationship with you and those, those planets and energies. So I know you just pulled yours up, so you haven't had much time to look at it. Yes, yes but I'm just giving it a quick read. What What do you? I mean, what What stands out so far? Do you Do you like the color palette that you see? Like, how does it feel to you? Yeah. Okay. So it's interesting. Um, have you seen that that TikTok filter? 
with all the color, like it tries to tell you what your color palette is as far as like whether oh, you're a yes, winter yes. or an autumn or whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I did that recently and I looked at it and I was like, I have no idea like what, I don't know. I feel like I'm I'm <laughs> most attracted to the bright colors, but they're not actually what works best for me. Right. Um, but yeah, they're just, I'm attracted to them because they're bright and they're like eye-catching or whatever. Yes. Um. But this also does have a fair amount of bright colors on it, which is mm-hmm. kind of surprising. Um, yeah. But some cooler tones, like a lot of this uh, kind of blue-ish color. Yeah. Um, there's also like a really deep magenta on here, which is the color I was literally just talking to you before the interview about. Mm-hmm. How I don't think it works for me, but maybe <laughs> I'm hanging on to it for a reason. Um, maybe it's a teacher color. I don't know. Maybe it, I mean, maybe it has some significance outside of, you know, wearing. Because right. I think, I mean, there's like, I mean, one of my, well, my favorite color probably since I was a child was purple, which is really funny because we talked about that in the interview. And I was like, <laughs> it's that mm. ego. But, and I used to actually say when I was literally like, purple is the color of royalty. I'm royalty. Like, yes. <laughs> okay, but the last time, the time that I went with you to get an aura photo done, your aura was mostly purple. Yes. I just have to throw that out yes. there for our audience. <laughs> it was. I'll have to, I'll have to post my, my aura pics. My yes. Post your pics. You know, <laughs> post, post my aura pics so you guys can see. Like, I've, I've had three so far and I, and I, planned on having more just never got back and so this you know gives us an opportunity to go back do an aura photo um i'm trying to pull up i have so many windows you would you would laugh at i'm trying to do this on my phone too many tabs open (laughs) so so many in my my browser my phone there are definitely 50 tabs open and some of them have multiple multiple can't handle it. You cannot handle it. But I leave them open because I like to revisit all of these sites. It's true. I, I understand it. It's just not for me. And that's okay. Oh, it's it's terrible. I'm trying to get to... um Yes. Okay. So I'm like, I don't know why only your chart is in this, in my, in my tablet. But let me yeah. get to mine. Okay. So, okay. so I know it's so I know it's in my phone. So okay, so mine. Interestingly, I have I have a lot of bright colors, like really bright. Um, now this could also be just a difference between looking at my phone and looking at my tablet. Um, but the the tablet or the phone colors are a lot more bright. Um, they're similar colors, but they're yeah the tone is turned up more. Um, so maybe that's, maybe that's a thing. Like maybe we all have like these colors and it's a matter of like how muted or bright they are. Hmm. Could be a thing. I don't know. Interesting. (laughs) Um, so I see just off the top, like looking at the two of ours together. So your first Mm -hmm. planet is the moon. Which we we know is not a planet, but yes. right, right, right. Uh, <laughs> um, but in astrology, but in astrology, it is. it is a it's a body that we look yes. at, um, and mine is Pluto. Mm, interesting. I'm like, what does that mean? So then, of the course, closest and the farthest away. Right. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then, of course, 
if you go to your own color horoscope, you can scroll down and it gives kind of a, it doesn't give a full readout. Now, listen, Mm-hmm. The full readouts you got to pay for. Uh, of course. But How when else you, are they going to make their money? Right. But when you get these full readouts, now a lot of these documents are like 40 to 60 pages. They are full. So That's I think, yeah, like you get a, I think you get a good amount of information. Like you can glean a good amount just from like the little pieces that they give you. It gives you a, a place to start at least to start thinking about this. Um, so it talks about the needs you have, the roles you play, um, in, in life and your community, uh, gives information on your background, just very interesting. So if you all are curious, um, go to astro.com, A-S-T-R-O.com. Maybe we put a link in the show notes. We'll put a, yes, we've got it. We've got to put a lot of links in the show notes this week. So yes, we'll add it to, add it to the links in the show notes. Um, for you all to visit, but the color horoscope is one to see. Mm-hmm. Um, also, astro.com has a color oracle. Now, this one's a little more yes. interactive. So, it's fun. I just did it. Did you just do yours? <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> Look, so fun. I, I don't have mine still saved in here, but um, yeah, you get to go through and it gives you a palette and you pick. I think the first one you pick is like your the color you're most drawn to, mm-hmm. and then the next one you do the least, and then you keep mm-hmm. going back and forth like that until you pick out twelve colors, and then mm-hmm. it gives you an assessment, and you know it talks about your behaviors um, and clues to deal with these things constructively. Hmm. So, I'm so excited to dive into this later. Yes, <laughs> yes, a little. Color horoscope, color oracle for you. Um, it's it's really interesting stuff. I think you know we just don't give enough, you know, to these these different art forms, like different ways yeah. of knowing ourselves. Like yeah, these there's something here. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I agree completely. Yeah. So that's all I have for our meets. Okay. Well, that was great. That was. Our first successful guest gave us like yes. so much good information, and yes. yeah, I, I have a lot to think about now in terms of like what colors I'm attracted to and why, and mm-hmm. just every little bit of knowledge. Just it's so it's so good. It's so good. It's so right? good. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Like I know I wear a lot of yellow now. I do the yellow is intentional, <laughs> but. I'm very drawn to yellow. So it's interesting for me, like my favorite color is purple, but really I feel like my favorite color is yellow. <laughs> Great colors though. Great colors. Great colors, colors yeah. together for some people. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, just it's, it's, it's very interesting to sit and think about like why we're drawn to certain things and what does that say? What does it mean? Mm-hmm. We're always searching for meaning. In literally everything. In literally Literally everything. everything. (laughs) Well, any final thoughts about that before we move on to our Pisces moment of the week? I think that, I think that it is it. Okay. Okay. That was good. Um, Well, Christine, do you have a Pisces moment of the week for us? I do have a Pisces moment of the week. Um, I can't wait to hear (laughs) 
So I have found my... Ne- well, okay. So I've been watching a lot of... I guess I guess this is more a true crime, but then there's also a culty thing. So mm-hmm. just lots of things. So I decided to finally watch The Staircase. And I know that documentary oh. has been on Netflix for some time. Mm-hmm. Um, but they just... HBO Max just did a series... Yes, I've been hearing a lot about it. <laughs> and it is interesting. <laughs> and I didn't mean that that was not even really my moment of the week, but that was the first thing that I've been really engrossed in watching. Um, and so I've been watching the series, and then I turned and decided to watch the documentary, which I thought was like a one-and-done situation. Right. And it was not. It's like, oh, wait, right. this is another series. So I'm watching these two things at the same time. And I will say that at least the um, the scripted series mm-hmm. um, is, I mean, very well done and almost like exactly what you see in the docuseries. Huh. As far as like the scenes that you see in the docuseries, like and you see them mirrored, I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, that was exactly... How it went in that, yeah. But I yeah, because aren't oh. the are the sorry are the documentary are the documentary filmmakers they're like portrayed in the in the series, series yeah, right? They are. And I I heard something about how they are not super happy with the way that they were portrayed. Oh, I bet, I bet. <laughs> I, I mean, in particular, at least one person, but I don't know. I mean. Yeah, I could see that. I could see them being unhappy with that. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have to watch it and then you should, come back you should so we can talk. You should definitely watch it and let's talk about all of it. Because yeah. even like Melissa and I are like starting to kind of kind of drift a little bit on like, hmm, how do I feel about this? Melissa, well, Melissa's still on like, yeah, he, he definitely did it. Like, And as am I, but I'm like, also, hmm, there's some other interesting theories. <laughs> interesting theories. It's just theories. crazy <laughs> to me that, like, when I very first started, uh, like, and I, I'm less, I, I, I listen to so much less kind of true crime podcast documentary stuff now than I yeah. used to. But when I first got into it, that was, like, the thing. Mm-hmm. And that was, like... I don't know, a while ago, and, like, this is still the thing. Like, it's come back around yeah. with the scripted series. Yeah. And just no, nobody, I mean, I think anybody that really thinks that they know, how could you, like, how, how right. could you even pretend to, like, know? Right, right. <laughs> There's so much to it. There's so much. And it's, I mean, it's wild. I mean, it's the... The family, like, there's, yeah, it's a lot. (laughs) It's a lot. I'm like, okay, I understand why this is serious. Because sometimes these things don't need to be as long as they are. Exactly. But there's always something else going on. I'm like, good God, how many more episodes? (laughs) What else is going on? Like, the trial ends in, like, episode three or four. (laughs) And they're, like, eight episodes. We're still here. (laughs) What what else happens after this? Okay, I'm so sorry. I got you so far off of like what your actual no, moment of the no. week was. <laughs> no, it's all good. I was coming right right back. Um, so the other piece of this was I've been watching, or I just start watching, because I think this just came out, um, a documentary on, or docuseries on Netflix called Be Sweet, Pray, and Obey. 
And it is about the FLDS cult um, under Warren Jeffs. Oh, yes. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> and I have like, as soon as I t- I'm like, I saw it. Of course, it was advertised to me, right? Like, <laughs> it was on the, the big banner. That's what you want to hear. It's okay. like, oh, she they likes know. the cults. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. it, you know, I'm like, oh, what's this? Absolutely. Let's turn it on. And I was and then flipping from watching the docuseries about the staircase. Um, it's, I was like, yeah, let's take a break and let's watch this other mess. You know, so, <laughs> I am all engrossed, but also just like, I guess at this point, it just doesn't even feel that far fetched to me. Like so many of these cults and maybe because this is a particularly a, a religious cult that like, right is a is an offshoot of still probably in some I mean we're talking about Christianity and we talk about like some of the more extreme areas of that mm-hmm. um and then you have full on like culty offshoots which is like FLDS um right. particularly right. as these people would say under Warren Jeffs um though it was plenty seemed plenty culty under its previous yeah. uh, leadership. Um, but also, I don't know, it, like there were so many for me, like loose parallels, right? Because again, like it's religion. And so I can see like how people are in this space. Like, well, this is your belief system and you're indoctrinated in it. Like you right. were born into this. Like you were born being told that like the outside world is evil and like never known anything different. You've never known anything different. Like you live a certain way, like, and you believe that you have to do all these different things for your salvation. And I'm like, I mean, it's not to that extreme, but I'm like, I feel the same way about the way I grew up. <laughs> like as far as my, you know, like, yeah, you know, it's not I mean, extreme, but it's still similar. So I'm like, I, I see how people are here, you know, mm-hmm. like, yeah, I think it's so interesting to me that like people who grow up with religion are so much more indoctrinated. Whereas like, mm-hmm. you know, I kind of grew up like Christian adjacent, but like we never really went to church or anything and I'm still just yeah. not a deeply religious person. And I, mm-hmm. I think, I don't know, maybe that's, my own kind of conditioning to not really be a religious person but like I think yeah just being I respect people a lot more not to say that I don't respect people in a religion I'm trying to say this in a way that like it's expressing hard it's it appropriately, hard. yeah right? I know because <laughs> um, obviously I respect everyone's belief system but right like, it it feels a lot more meaningful to people that I've encountered when they come to it on their own. Yes. Like, they didn't grow up that way. They chose a faith. They chose it for when themselves. When they got older. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think know. that Just... is the perspective often that is needed. And not that we're going to get onto a tangent about religion, but like... <laughs> <laughs> it is... This it is, is my a... moment of the week. Right. Yeah. It's just like, I mean, it's perspective that's needed. Just a little bit of distance to kind of Mm -hmm. see like, okay. And some people get that. And, but a lot of people, you know, and it can also be like personality. I mean, there's even signs that are Mm -hmm. more devout 
towards right. um, belief systems. And so, you know, some people are just more drawn to being very strictly devout about these things. And some people are like, yeah, take this with a grain of salt. Like, yeah, this is, I believe this, but also like those things. No, I don't really subscribe to those. Right. And I think churches too, like of all kinds are just like religious bodies tend to, you know, shy people or like they, um, I'm trying to think of the right word. They like try to keep people from questioning right? or, you know, uh, having that distance because I think a lot of times when people have the distance, they just leave and don't come back. Right. <laughs> There's no space for them to do that really. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's like, what is it? Um, mm. It makes me think of Rumspringa. Mm. You oh, have that, yeah. that Speaking time of great period. documentaries. Right. <laughs> yes. So interesting. Yes. And like, I mean, Getting, I mean, I guess it's good in a sense that you get a taste of the outside world and then you mm-hmm. kind of get to choose, you know, like, right. am I going back to my culture, my religion, um, or do I go a different direction? Um, yeah, it's that also, too, is so interesting because. Oh man, I've been listening to the cult podcast a lot and just yeah. like what makes something a cult and like mm-hmm. is it are you really making the decision for yourself if you're being shunned by your entire family if you right. choose not to go back? Like Right. I mean, what level of influence, you know, yeah, I don't and know. And that's just, I mean, and those are the questions that you really have to ask like yourself, like yeah, I mean, is this why do I subscribe to this in particular? And I mean, it's like questions I've had to ask myself. I'm like, I don't really feel as attached to this as I used to feel. Mm -hmm. But the attachment for a while was just like, what are people going to think? (laughs) Because most of the people in my life, you know, were, you know, are are Christian. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) So it's like, well, how are people going to, you know, perceive me or accept me and you you have to do the work to kind of be beyond that. Like, yeah, I mean, it, that is their, that's for them to have. Like, that's not my issue, really. No, but it it's still, <laughs> yeah, it's still hard. It's, I think, growing up in an environment like that and then being faced with a, you know, do I, am I willing to, like, give up how all, or, you know, uh, yeah give up my particular relationship with these people but then like it feels bad that that relationship has to be conditional and yeah it's just it's it's so complicated and i i don't fault anybody for making whatever decision they end up making because that's yeah that's and that's why i like you know i'm like i don't I try not to get into certain conversations with people and I feel like Mm -hmm. most of the people in my life have that same respect for me like look I kind of feel like we're on a different page on this. We used to not be on a different page, but I think we are now. And yeah. I just respect it and let it let it be. Yeah. <laughs> and I yeah. appreciate that. I'm like, because I'm going to respect what you feel and what you believe and let that be. And like, I'm not here to tell you anything's right or wrong. I'm like, this is me over here. And that can be right. you over there. 
Yeah. Yeah. And we can still Absolutely. love each other. And yeah, like <laughs> it can really be okay. You can still pray for me or whatever. Yeah. Just, <laughs> you know, don't have those, you know, undertones of whatever else right. you're trying to say but not say. Right. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, man. That's my moment of the week. Just getting into, you I know, talk cults, about that all day. Religion. <laughs> very Pisces, you know. Yes. Yes. Oh man. Again, I yeah, that's that's a conversation I could get on a soapbox about and we could talk about for hours. Yes. Um, I'm trying to think if I had a real Pisces moment of the week. Again, we do this. How often do we record? We record so frequently, and every time I'm like, did like, I have huh. um, But I, I don't know. I guess um, I've really just been, I've, yeah, I had a real moment the other day where I was feeling like uh, just really happy that it was the summer season. Yes. Um, and just feeling very, like, light and you know, trying to spend more and more time around water. I just ordered myself a bunch of new swimsuits that I didn't really need. Yes. Um, so, you know, I just, I feel like I'm a real summer girl and I don't know if that is related to being a Pisces or if that's just how I am, but I, yeah, I've been really just vibing with being in the summer and like, yes, you know, having some playfulness and, and yeah, just trying to incorporate that in because I have so much going on just remembering to actually I saw you post a thing about this today but but remembering to schedule joy into my life and, yes. and doing a good job with that I feel like absolutely mm-hmm. I mean schedule it listen this is this is my time for joy right now <laughs> yeah it's important it's important it really is because the world is heavy things are heavy Oof. out here <laughs> Yeah, that's also, I guess, another uh, thing that I've been doing a lot of is dissociating from the news. <laughs> you just, I Cause... mean, I'm not going to say you have to, but you got to do what you got to do. And I often have to do the same. So. Yeah, it's it's been hard. Um, it's a lot of, lot of scary things happening and like trying to find a balance of, yeah, not not completely dissociating from what's going on around me because I, I never want to seem like tone deaf, but also just recognizing that like, I don't have to be on social media commenting about everything because if you right. know me, you should know how I feel about these things. Right. And if you don't, then, you know, I don't really want to engage in that conversation with you anyway. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's, there's just so much. And oh, I'm just like, trying to keep you know good energy about things going forward i'm like i know we have some holidays you know juneteenth is coming you know one if you don't you know if you didn't celebrate juneteenth before you found out about it it's okay leave it alone like before you saw the uh it's the freedom for me ice cream the freedom for me listen and all the other travesties of products that are out here it's pride month you know there's a lot of celebrations and i'm just like you know i just want everybody to be safe Mm -hmm. because people are wilding out here but yeah yeah trying to keep the the energy high i'm trying not to you know for even myself (laughs) to be in a fearful place um and like no we're gonna go live life we're gonna go do the things we're not gonna stay in the house just because like 
We're just gonna, you know, keep a watchful eye out. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Everything kind of, yeah, having it, having that balance. Yes, yes. Even though, of course, I guess by the time this airs, all of this will already have passed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It'll be we'll be in a different place. Yeah, I'm not actually sure when exactly this this episode is going to come out, but yes, we'll, we'll figure that out. All right. <laughs> Yes. But yeah, so that's um that's our show, I think. I, I mean, we're going to so. hit you yeah, with, the, you know, the spell out, but like... Oh, of course. Of course. You always got to get the spell out. Yes. <laughs> um, Just in case, yeah, you know. That's it. All right. So... You want to tell them where they can find us? Where can we find us? <laughs> we're all here together. Um, so the Pisces spell out... You can find us at suchapiscespod at gmail.com, and that mm-hmm. is spelled S-U-C-H-A-P-I-S-C-E-S-P-O-D at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We are also at Such a Pisces Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and of course, Facebook. Facebook. You're still there. <laughs> um so yeah go follow us go check us out please go um check out uh tertiary site on instagram as well if you're ever in the nashville area please go get an aura photo um jane is such a fun experience her shop is beautiful Mm -hmm. um yeah it's just such a great time i'm so happy that we had her on the pod yes i'm proud of us all right y'all I'm, I am too. I'm proud of us figuring out virtual recording yes. before we absolutely had to. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> we're doing, we're doing good. And I hope that you guys, our listeners are, are doing good too. All right, y'all. Well, see you next time. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.